Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode... I think what we have managed to do in the first 100 days is put together a government which is functional, which has a very, very good idea of what we are targeting in terms of strict economic targets, for example, in terms of uh, the numbers of growth, the numbers of uh, the different uh, measures, the different metrics that we are using for the economy. We talk about the first 100 days of the administration of President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. There's no getting around it. The problems we faced before the country embraced unity are still the same problems we face today. Bagsak yung piso, wala pa tayong health secretary, kakabagyo lang. All the while Marcos is visibly enjoying the perks that come with the presidency. Yet most surveys still give him a pass with flying colors in his first 100 days. One could say that this is an effect of what is referred to as the honeymoon period. And whether this will change subsequently, more specifically, or the Marcos Jr. administration will depend on what it would do with respect to confronting discontinuing issues. That's Pulse Asia President Ronald Holmes. He and everyone else you'll hear today were speaking at the forum held by the Strat-based Institute on the president's first hundred days. Ronald says there are a few top-of-mind issues that Filipinos will be watching for. Inflation, wages, jobs, and poverty topped Pulse Asia's surveys in September. What's noteworthy in here is that somehow the president's signaling has also influenced the priority issue that the public thinks that his administration should focus on. Remember that in the inaugural address, the president gave importance towards addressing concerns that have been faced by the agriculture sector. These are the same concerns that were reflected in the September 2022 Pulse Asia Ulat Nambayan survey. Considering the situation he inherited, Marcos did put the functional government together. The biggest piece to that puzzle is putting together a cabinet of experienced technocrats. The business sector says it felt the effects of these appointments right off the bat. Here's Coco Alcuaz, executive director of the Makati Business Club. In the previous government, there were very few meetings with the president, very little communication with the president and even with his top economic advisors. So to get feedback from these meetings was very much awaited. And the first feedback really was that the meetings were very businesslike. They started on time. He asked very direct questions and what's the problem, what's the possible solution, and then uh, would staff it out, which I thought was a good sign because that's how normal government should work. It shouldn't be someone dictating a solution or a policy, but people working together to try to come up with a solution. 
Kalikstototi Chikyamko, president of the Foundation for Economic Freedom, also noted that there were a lot of undoing of former President Duterte's mistakes in the first 100 days. He says the purging of political loyalists from the cabinet, namely former Executive Secretary Vic Rodriguez and Press Secretary Trixie Cruz Angeles, was also a good sign. I think we should be heartened by the fact that President Bongbong Marcos has shown a capability to do some course corrections, to be able to uh, learn lessons and to be able to make some adjustments. I think uh, there are some encouraging signals. There's no chronic capitalism so far. We're pausing for a quick break. Now, when we return, we'll tell you more about what Filipinos are expecting from the Marcos administration. But there's trouble on the horizon too, especially when you look closer at their proposed budget. In the 2023 National Expenditure Program, aka the budget, two of the highest increases went to basic education and agriculture, which, funnily enough, are headed by the president and the vice president. Listen to public budget analyst Zaisa Nadine Suzara. She's executive director of the Institute for Leadership, Empowerment, and Democracy Incorporated, or ILEAD. However, the biggest increase in the budget went to the special purpose funds amounting to 178.2 billion pesos. This includes budgets for the adjustments of salaries, payments of the pension, as well as lump sum funds, you know, like the NTF, LCAP budget. There's really lack of targeted support for the most vulnerable because of inflation and uncertainty. Members of the Four Peace Program and even those in the grassroots community say that up until now, there's delayed payout of cash assistance programs and it was partly due to the cleaning up of the beneficiary list which he ordered DSWD to do. There's also lack of transport and logistic support for farmers and fisher folks which some economists say are also driving up food inflation in our country. Zaisa also says the national budget speaks volumes about the administration's priorities moving forward. For instance, the 150 million pesos in confidential funds proposed by Sara Duterte's DepEd is bigger than the National Intelligence Coordination Agency's 141.2 million pesos. That's on top of her 500 million pesos in confidential funds at the office of the vice president. Other DepEd initiatives weren't so lucky. Its special education program for children with needs, for instance, was, quote, not considered, meaning it got zero. Budget aside, experts are still waiting to see how Marcos plugs up the remaining holes in his cabinet. Part of the problem, however, is that President Marcos Jr. has been very slow in filling up some critical positions like the Department of Health. And I think his assumption of the agriculture portfolio may have been a mistake because, you know, uh, we are facing a food crisis and he has not, he may not have the time, focus, attention to uh, address this um, food crisis that we have. At the moment, he only has a senior undersecretary there uh, filling up for him. Toti Chikyamko of the Foundation for Economic Freedom said the private sector didn't see much more beyond a shiny cabinet and the reversal from some of Duterte's policies. He said in the first 100 days, Filipinos also still had to worry about rising criminality, attacks on the press, and the lack of a clear pandemic roadmap. 
inflation is primarily driven by uh, food inflation. So far, we have not seen a clear plan to address the food crisis and agricultural problems. In fact, I think the economic team may have been gun shy after this brouhaha over uh, or the controversy over sugar importation. With respect to uh, liberalizing food imports, be able to address the current shortages. He has to um, address uh, these problems before it erodes his political capital. Analysts at the Stratbase Institute Forum said over and over again, the first 100 days weren't perfect, but reversing Duterte's mistakes is good enough, at least for now. But Zaisa leaves us with an important reminder. There's not much more time to lose. And in the end, it's ordinary Filipinos who belong to different sectors of society who lose out because of this kind of inefficiency. However, despite all of these accomplishments on foreign relations, securing investments, and when he made those state visits, there is a perception among different sectors of society who have been affected by the pandemic that ordinary Filipinos feel that they were left behind. And that was today's episode of Teca Teca. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 